Um, how many of you need peace today? Anybody? The rest of you are asleep, I think. You're so peaceful you, you went to sleep. You know, I, I really believe that God has given us this place and that he, he provides his peace here. But the problem is we can't stay here, right? we got to go out there. And, you know, I, I, I feel peace when I'm here, but then I go out there and I'm going, oh, man, what happened? I need peace. And, and you know, the question is, where do I get it? How do I get it? That's the big question in this life. This is a, you know, a message I think that, you know, we need to, to keep in mind because it's something we face over and over and over again, at least I do. Some of you are like at peace all the time, right? You have peace all the time. Because you're barely breathing, I think. But for the rest of us, you know, it's like madness. It's madness. And I need peace. There, you know, there's no peace in my life. Everything is going wrong. Everything is insane. I'm trying to express myself today. You know, sometimes, you know, we, we, this is what I say, and sometimes we, th- we feel this way, like, I'm not even sure what peace is anymore, right? Because, like, I haven't experienced it, I haven't felt it, I don't know it for so long now. So where do we turn? And where do we go? That's the question. How do we get that peace? And that's what I want to talk about today. Let's open our Bible, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16. So it's 3.16, just like John 3.16, but 2 Thessalonians 3.16, if you want to think about peace. Let's look at that verse. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word, and, and I do pray for each one of us that we would hear from you about peace, that you would impact our lives in a way that when we leave this place, we would know where to go, where to turn to find that peace. In Jesus' name. You know, we try to get peace in a lot of different ways, don't we? We have a lot of different ways where we try to get peace. Can you tell me what some of them are? How do we we get peace apart from where I'm going with this thing. There are other ways that we try to get peace. How do we get peace? Um, read our Bibles. Read our Bibles is good, yeah. But I'm talking about the wrong way. Trying to figure it out ourselves. Trying to figure it out, yeah. Overanalyzing. I, I never do that. <laughs> yeah. Some people resort to drugs to forget about Chemicals. I'm going, to get, I'm going to get pieced out. Yeah, you're going to get pieced out, all right? The problem is that it doesn't last, right? And then that's why we get into trouble, because you need to have more chemicals, because the chemicals wear off, and, right? Exhilaration, like thrills. Oh, the thrill seeker. Are you a thrill seeker? I saw that motorcycle you have. Thrill seeker, we try to get that adrenaline rush, and, and then we feel peaceful afterwards. Yeah, we, we, we kind of try to find it in excitement. What else? There's plenty of other stuff, isn't there? Spend money. Buy things. Well, first got to have the money to spend it, but yeah, I, that's true, yeah. 
If I'm, if I'm feeling no peace, if I just go out and spend some money, I'm going to feel a lot better about Isolation. life. Isolation, just going to be by yourself, and that's going to make you peaceful. Yeah. What else? Yoga. Yoga. <laughs> I don't recommend it. Somebody else? There's a lot of different things that we can, we can turn to. Uh, you know, relationships, right? To get peace. How about any of you fit into this category? Food. Yeah. Yeah. Or even achievement. Trying to achieve something. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get peace in my life if I just do some of these different things. But I want to say to you today that true peace comes from God. And that's... that's Really, the, the beginning and the middle and the end of what this message is about today in this verse here, uh, 2 Thessalonians 3.16, true peace comes from God. There's different kinds of peace, but true peace comes from God. This definition I read, someone wrote this, that the, calm, it's the definition of true peace, the calm of heart that comes from faith in God and that is independent of circumstances. Independent of circumstances. Different than, it's not based on the circumstances because that's, that's where we try to find peace in the things around us and what's happening. The calm of heart. It's something on the inside that comes from faith in God. Now, what is the opposite of, of this peace? Turmoil, strife, discontentment, a lack of trust, anxiety. But the peace that God brings, it's, it's really, it's independent. It doesn't require that everything around us gets fixed. Because that's what we kind of think, that, you know, once everything gets sorted out around me, once every problem is solved, once I have everything I want, once I do everything that I need to do, then I'm going to have peace. Now, how soon is that going to happen? Never. Hello? It's never going to happen because, because it's always something else. You get, you get one thing sorted. Jim says this to me a lot. You get one thing fixed and sorted out, and guess what? Something else comes along, and like, there goes your peace if it's based on that. There goes any kind of inner calm if it's based on those circumstances and things around you. Peace is something that's inside. The calm of heart that comes from faith in God. And that is independent of circumstances. This guy wrote this uh, back in the uh, early 1900s. He says, At the heart of the cyclone, tearing the sky and flinging the clouds and the towers by, is a place of central calm. So here, in the roar of mortal things, I have a place where my spirit sings in the hollow of God's palm. I don't usually get into a lot of poetry, but that was kind of cool, the cyclone and the roar and the flinging of the clouds. In the middle of all that, this calm in the hollow of God's palm. Billy Graham wrote about it too, and he said, because, it's, because you can find a lot about this because it's so uh, appropriate and it's so uh, 
you know, fitting for every one of us. Billy Graham wrote this. He said that the storm was raging. The sea was beating against the rocks in huge dashing waves. And the lightning was flashing. The thunder was roaring. The wind was blowing. But the little bird was sound asleep in the crevice of the rock. Its head tucked serenely under its wing. And that is peace, to be able to sleep in the storm. In Christ we are relaxed and at peace in the midst of the confusions, bewilderments, and perplexities of this life. The storm rages, but our hearts are at rest. We have found peace at last. True peace comes from God amidst all the stuff that's going on. So I'm not here to promise you and tell you that it's all going to get better around you because, in fact, when we get to the end of this message, we'll see that Jesus promises exactly the opposite. You'll see that. Look at our verse again. He says, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. True peace comes from God, and it comes, as we see here, from the Lord of peace. He's the Lord. He's the master. He's the, the one who dispenses it. It comes from him, this peace, the Lord of peace. You can do a little search in the scripture. You'll see that Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. Uh, in other places, we see that God is called the God of Peace. And here he's called the Lord of Peace. So where do we go to find peace? We go to the one who is the Lord of Peace, who is the God of Peace, and Jesus, who is our Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace. That's where we go. Where else are we going to go to find it? And again, we try, we, we try all the other stuff, we, but it, it just doesn't, it's not the same. It's not the same. You might have some kind of break, so to speak, but it's not really the, the true peace, that, that this inner calm that comes from faith in God. Our verse here said, and I really like this, it says that the Lord of peace himself give you peace. I like that. It says that, that he himself gives it to us. In other words, he delivers it personally. He, he himself gives us this peace. It doesn't, he just doesn't dispense it out, but it's a personal thing for him. He himself actually comes to us and helps us with it. But that, thinking about that, and at the end of the verse says, the Lord be with all of you, that it's the Lord himself, himself, the presence of God himself in our lives, the presence of God himself working in me, bringing me his peace. True peace comes from him. So I want to ask the question, how do we get this peace? Well, uh, one, it's through a relationship with him, a very personal, very real relationship with him that you know, we're dealing with the Lord of peace and we're having this walk with him. Very, very important. But, but I think the, the first point about this I want to make is that we need to ask. And Paul is writing a prayer here, slash benediction, now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. We need to ask him for it. We need to ask the Lord for peace. We need to pray about it. We need to talk to him about it. We need to tell him, Lord, I have no peace. I have no peace in my life. You say, well, you know, I'm going to go talk to the counselor about it. I'm going to go talk to the, to the therapist. I'm going to go talk to the psychiatrist, the psychologist, and some of those people are good. Don't misunderstand me. But 
the scripture says that the Lord is our wonderful counselor and that, that we need to go to him. We need to talk to him about this stuff. Well, he can't really handle it. Really? Or maybe we can't handle what he might say to us, but, but we go to him and, and you know what? I find that you need to be as honest as, as completely humanly possible when you speak to him. And be honest. Say, listen, I, I, don't, I can't figure this out. I have got no peace in my life. Because he knows the truth anyways, doesn't he? He already knows if it's true or not. He knows that you're a wreck. And he's there saying, I wish he would come and talk to me about this. Think of parents like that. You can see your kid going through something and you say, you know, you, you want him to learn. He said, I wish they would just come and talk to me. You don't want to force them, but, but you wish that they would just come and talk to you. We need to ask. We need to talk to him about it. That's number one. I want to talk for a minute about peace because there really are two different kinds of peace before we move to the next point in this. But, but the, the first one, I want you to turn with me to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. Because this is really where we start. And I probably should have hit these two points before. But let's go ahead and turn there. Romans chapter 5 and verse 1. A verse uh, many of you will recall once we read it. He says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have what? Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through faith, we have peace with God. The first part of peace is that we have to have peace with God. The second one is the peace of God, which we'll, we'll look at in a second. But we need to have this peace with God. This is where we start, and it comes through having a relationship, as I've mentioned already, through faith that we trust in Jesus Christ as our Savior, that He died on the cross. Basic 101 gospel, that He died on the cross to pay for my sin because my sin separates me from God. And so I have no peace with God until I have receive the forgiveness that comes through Jesus Christ, through trusting Him. And once I do that, though, this relationship is now open. I have peace with God. There's no more war between us. That's where we all have to start. Because apart from Jesus, you and I are at war with God. We are at war with God until we have that forgiveness that comes through Jesus Christ. So we have peace with God is number one. And the second thing is a peace of God. They are related. Sometimes you can't kind of pull them apart, but when we're at peace with God, we sense peace. When we have the peace of God, we sense peace as well. Turn For the peace of God, turn to Philippians ahead, just a few books now. Philippians chapter 4 and verses 6 and 7, verses that you will also remember. The peace of God, found in verses 6 and 7, he says, Do not be anxious about anything. How many things? Anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 
The peace of God. In this verse here, what, how, how is it appropriated? How do we, how do we come, come to that place of the peace of God in our lives? What does it say there in verse 6? We pray, right? That's what he says. Don't be anxious, but pray. Make petition with thanksgiving. Present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding. That's what I'm saying here. The first point is to pray. To bring all those things that are driving you insane. All those people that are driving you insane. That are robbing you of every kind of peace that, that, of any kind of peace that you might have. To bring those to him and lay them before him and say, here they are. This is it. I can't, I don't know what to do. But my eyes are on you. I don't know how to make it. I have no peace about this, but I'm laying them all before you. And he says here, and this is God's word. This is the promise of God's word. This is... This is God's word for, for you and I as human beings. We've got to hold on to, to the word, right? He says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The peace of God, we'll have it as we bring these things to him, as we look to him, as we pray. How do we get the peace of God? Number one, we have to pray. We've got to talk to him. Talk to him about it. Ask this peace that we so desperately need. The second thing of, of how do we get this peace, the true peace that comes only from God, is we need to focus on Him and we need to trust Him. We ask Him, but, but this is a little bit different now. We, we need to, to keep our eyes on Him. And you say, that's all spiritual mumbo-jumbo. No, this is reality. For, for the believer to actually keep the focus of our heart focused on Him. Because we, again, we look at everything else, don't we? And how often are you, are you uh, literally, your heart is focused on Him? When you think about it, like throughout the day, how much of that day is your heart like focused on Him? Probably not that much, huh? Why? Because we get distracted by everything else. That doesn't mean that we walk around in a, in a haze or a daze and we're thinking about God all the time. We're running into people and we're running into things and, and, you know, we have no clue what's going on around us. But I think the Lord wants us to keep our eyes on him. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, and I have it on the screen for you because I like the way this version, the English Standard Version, uh, puts it. It says this, You keep him, that is God, in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. You see the two things there? One is keeping our, our mind stayed on him, and two, trusting in him. Keeping our mind stayed on him, that, that we're looking to him for that peace. And he says here, he will keep us in perfect peace, when our minds are stayed on Him and when we are trusting in Him and we keep our minds on Him because we trust in Him, that's what it says here. Trust in the Lord forever. Putting our faith and our hope in Him. Keeping our minds stayed on Him. How often do we do that though, huh? What are we thinking about most of the time? All kinds of stuff. All kinds, mostly ourselves. We're thinking about ourselves most of the time, to be honest with you. Let's be honest. Thinking about me, 
thinking about my stuff, my thing, my this, my that, and wondering why we have no peace. Got no peace. I never can get away from that picture of uh, Peter walking on the water, right? I mean, you, you just you have to think about that. He's walking. He, he asked the Lord, Do you, can I come to you on the water? And Jesus said, sure, why not? And so he steps out of the boat and he begins to walk on the water, right? And then what happens? When he's looking at Jesus, he's fine. But then he looks away. He starts to look around at everything else. And what happens? He starts to sink. No peace. Got no peace here. Why? Because he takes his eyes off of Jesus. Now, we can't see Jesus with our physical eyes, but we certainly can keep our, our focus on him where we're, we're talking to him through the day. Where we're looking and we're asking for him to move in our lives and, and we're thinking about what he wants to do with you and with me. It takes some discipline, though, doesn't it? Whose mind is stayed on you. Steadfast is another way it's translated. Our minds are steadfast, where they're focused, they're grabbing onto, clinging to. That's where the perfect peace is going to come. So number one was to, to ask, to talk, to pray. Number two is to focus on Him and to trust Him. Trusting is probably, I don't know about the hardest part, but, but when, when everything else is going insane around us and we have no peace and, and the Lord says, will you just trust me? Uh, that's a message I've heard so many times just throughout my life. Is not a, I don't hear voices. But I, I, I know God is saying, will you just trust me? And when I, when I get to that place where I can just trust him, that's when I, I get peace because I know it's not, it doesn't mean everything is all fixed, but I can trust him because he does know what he's doing, because he does have the world in his hands, because he does uh, know what's best for me. Say, well, that's all simple stuff. Well, you know what, that's where, this, that's where it all gets back to. The Lord's saying, can you trust me in this? Again, raising kids, and, and you know, one of the things that they, they have to learn is that they can trust you. They start off trusting you, and then they start off not trusting you anymore, right? Then they change. And then later on, they figure, boy, you really got it together, Dad. I, I think I can trust you now. Oh, really? <clears throat> of course, our Heavenly Father is one we can trust no matter what, because He always has our best. He always knows what He's doing. He's always in control. Just trust me. Peace comes through that. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Perfect peace. That's what I want. I don't know about you. I want that perfect peace that he promises there, Isaiah chapter 26. Turn back again to Romans chapter 15. Another verse I want you to see there. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Romans 15, 13. Let's see here. Romans 15, 13. It says here, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. How? As you trust in him. So that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
That's the verse we need to remember. That's the verse we need to memorize. We have a song that we sing with this uh, verse as well. We haven't sung it for quite some time, though. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him. Where are we going to get this peace? Where are we going to get any kind of joy? It's from the God of hope. But we need to trust Him. Will you trust me, He says. As we trust in Him. The third and uh, final point about this is that we need to walk in obedience as well. Turn with me to Philippians ahead a few books uh, to Philippians chapter 4, verse 9. Philippians 4, 9. He says this, Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. And the God of peace will be with you. Paul was teaching so many different things, and and in this scripture, he's talking, looking back to all the things that he said, whatever you've learned or received or heard or seen in me. And again, we've talked about Paul. He didn't just teach. He also gave an example of through his own life. But he says, "Whatever whatever you've seen, whatever you've heard, these things, you don't just stop there. You need to put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. There's that, ex, there's that step of you know, knowing what the truth is and knowing what God's Word says, but that step of actually putting it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. There's so many things that are happening that, 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 that are true in our lives that we have no peace because of how we're living. You know, if I'm off doing stuff I shouldn't be doing, I can't expect to have any peace, right? If I'm living in disobedience to what God's Word declares, how can I expect to have any peace? If I'm down at the bar getting sauced every night and then, and then come home and then wake up the next day with a hangover and say, why don't I have any peace in my life? It's like, it doesn't, even, it, make, it doesn't make any sense, does it? If I'm messing around with things I shouldn't be messing around and they say, I got no peace, well, maybe I need to, to put into practice what God's word says. That's true for every one of us, me, you, every one of us that are following the Lord Jesus. So to walk in obedience is, is uh, to put into practice what we know, and we can't expect to have any of God's peace when we're walking in disobedience. Sometimes, sometimes, and I know this is true, sometimes a lack of peace is a sign that something isn't right. Hey, I got no peace. Well, maybe there's something that isn't right that I need to get right, I need to... I need to focus on it, I need to work on it, I need to, maybe God's trying to show me something. He's, he's taking all that peace away from me so I can, like, say, hey, it's a wake-up call. May the Lord of peace himself personally give you peace. We need to ask him, we need to look to him, and we need to trust him, but we also need to obey him. I like it. He says they're at all times in every way. So it isn't just for certain situations. It isn't just Sunday morning when you're in church that you can have peace. At all times and in every way. In the morning, in the evening, in the afternoon. You know, peace. We, we had our, our huddle this week, uh, our leadership conference up in New Hampshire. And, and y- y- you know, when you are active 
actively putting the thing together, which we are, and, and some of us who are trying to uh, you know, make sure it runs smoothly, you, you face chaos. You face kind of stuff. And, and you know, I'm, and we're there to have our leadership meeting. And, you know, I'm, I'm just running around going like, whoa, this is insane. I'm insane. Right? Everybody wants something. And I had no peace whatsoever. But, you know, I had to stop. And I had to stop and I had to pray. God, I, I just, I, this is like, I want to go home. What am I doing here? So I had to stop and I had to pray and say, God, you know, this, I'm, and you know what? He, gave, he brought peace because he loves to bring peace. He gave peace to my life. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, even since then, all these other things have come up, wanting to take my peace. You know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, work on my uh, studying here and, and prepare, and I, and I happen to check my email, and that's never a good thing, right? And I find it looks like my credit card has been compromised or possibly be compromised. So, you know, all of a sudden, any piece I had was gone. And I'm going, yeah. So I have to pray, and then, I have, then it comes, comes back on me. I have to pray again. And, and, and I don't know if you're like that, but you start to feel a little... A little better, a little good, a little peaceful. And then you start thinking about it again. you got to pray again, and you got to pray again, and you got to pray again. And you're just like spastic. But you got to do what you got to do, right? The Lord of peace himself give you peace. The Lord be with all of you. I want to close in the book of John. In, let's start in John chapter 14 with the words of Jesus about peace. And I hope through this that, that you, it makes sense to you that, that peace is something that you can have, that God wants to give you. And the true peace comes from him. Let's look at John chapter 14, verse 27. It says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. He says, my peace I give you. That's the peace I want. I think that's the peace you want too, even if you don't understand it. My peace I give you. And then he brings that up again in chapter 16, verse 33. Chapter 16, verse 33. Of course, when he was speaking and these different things in, in his life, they didn't have numbers on them in verse and chapter when, when they happened. But it seems to be something he brings up again. Because look at verse 33. He says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. Where? In him. He said, in this world, you will have trouble, pressure, tribulation, but take heart. He says, I have overcome the world. That's a verse to memorize. 
in me, he says, you may have peace. I've told you, I've, I've warned you about all the stuff that's, that, that's happening. I, and when we do, and Larry pointed this out earlier about reading God's word where we understand things so that we can find that peace in him. But he promises in this world, you will have trouble. You will have trouble. It's a promise. That's not one of the promises that we always like to hear, right? I wish he would promise me no trouble, no pressure. The, the word little literally means pressure. I wish he would promise me no pressure whatsoever. But he has promised that, but just not here in this world, in the world to come. In his very presence, there will be no more pressure. It'll be peace. But he says, in him, you may have peace. True peace comes from him. I like that bumper sticker says, no God, no peace, N-O. I don't know if I, did I write that? No, I didn't write that down. How many of you have that on your car? How many of you have seen it? Most of you. No God, no peace. But if we know God, we know peace. Because it comes from him. True peace comes from him. I don't know where you're at today. I, 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 I just know. I just want to point you in the right direction because we're all going to face this over and over and over, and over again. And we have, to, we, have to, we have to be reminded again and again and again. Peter says, I, I keep saying the same things, he says, because I, I need to remind you while I'm still here. Peace comes from him. True peace comes from him. We need to look to him. Let's pray together, shall we? Our gracious Heavenly Father, we come before your throne this morning and, and uh, maybe some of us are like freaking out. And we got no peace. Or maybe tomorrow. Or maybe the next day it's going to all crash in on us and we're going to have no peace. But Lord, I thank you that you are so faithful and, and you provide the peace, that inner calm that only comes from you, that can only come from you. It's not a peace that the world gives. It's a, a peace that comes from you. Our Lord of peace, our God of peace, the Prince of peace. Lord, remind us of your words, the words we've read today about the peace with God and the peace of God. Remind us about keeping our, our minds stayed on you, that you'll give us that perfect peace as we trust in you. Remind us, Lord, where we need to turn. We're just human, God. You know that. We're just human beings. Just trying to get through this life till we see you face to face. And we need a lot of help. We need a lot of help. So we come and we confess that to you this morning, Lord. Maybe there's someone here who just needs to cry out in the quietness of, of your own heart to, to say, God, I hear it and I need it. Maybe you can talk to him right now in your own heart. Say, Lord, I'm, I'm there. That's me. Father God, we, we thank you that your word answers the questions that we have in this life. We hold on to it. I pray here for any this morning that maybe have never even been to that first step of having peace with God. That... If that's you this morning, you can have peace with God. The war can be ended simply by trusting in Jesus Christ as Lord and as Savior and, and saying to him, I, I trust in you, I believe in you. 
and I receive you into my heart, my life. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sin. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.